0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: From the shores of Malibu where the waves are pumping, to the Great Wall of China and back to the streets of Las Vegas where the UFC is coming. We are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show where we talk about what you think about but maybe afraid to voice. Do not worry, we'll voice it for you. We talk about everything on It's Time, politics. Film, TV, UFC, sex, drugs, rock and roll, fitness, you name it. We talk about it. We're going to talk about it today. I'm here with my co-host, TJ DeSantis. TJ, weeks gone by, you still alive, happy, everything's good. I mean, I'm
0: barely alive, Bruce. The uh, action that went down in the octagon on Saturday was giving me heart palpitations, I think.
1: I think I lost about three or four pounds of water weight last Saturday, (laughs) and we're going to talk about it. That was a really exciting show. and Let's talk about it with our special guest, a man who I have the pleasure of working with. I'm happy to be a spokesperson for his really fine company, Icon Meals. Check it out at iconmeals.com. But let us talk with the CEO, the man with a vision has put it into action, Todd Abrams. Todd, how are you? Doing great, Bruce. Appreciate you having me on. It's a pleasure Uh, to be on today. My pleasure to have you on too. You know, Todd, uh, we were introduced by mutual friend, Garrett Marciano, and I work with Garrett, you work with Garrett. And I had the pleasure of trying your meals when you were so nice to send me a batch. Um, you caught me at the perfect time because I had a, a chef that was making my meals and delivering them to my door and she, they were amazing. And she moved to Illinois and became a realtor. And I'm like, what am I going to do now? You know, and I'm looking at all these different meal companies and I checked, I won't even name their names. It's really not worth it for most of them, except for a few, there are some good ones out there, but, um, I wasn't happy, you know, uh, they either came in a box and I had to cook them, which is not my style. Uh, cause I'm just always on the run. I needed fresh meals came to me, delivered. And I was introduced to you and then you sent me down a batch of meals and I'm a big breakfast eater. I love the breakfast. I love the meals. And boom, it was a match made in heaven. And now we're working together. And I want to thank you. I want to thank you because your courtesy the way you started this and the way you introduced me to your company. Good businessman, Todd. Good businessman. So let's talk about this. I know you're into health and fitness. Um, We also have another mutual friend named Robert Drink. I don't know if you know Robert or not. He's one of my best friends. And he raved about you when I was getting involved in this, but, um, you know, you're, you yourself, you're a man that stays in shape. You're a man that eat well. And was this a vision? Because I'm all about passion and following my passion and monetizing my passions. How did this start? And tell us how you ramped it up. Cause you've become quite a big company.
2: Yeah. It's actually funny. You say the passion, because that's exactly sort of where it started for me. I was, uh, prior to this i wasn't in the food space but also growing up i was called the fat kid right i used to be called lumpy so for all through adolescence and different things i wasn't in the good shape and even into my uh, late 20s and 30s so from that standpoint it's more a passion project right because I, tr- I truly believe once i understood how um, my body worked and what food could do for me then i wanted to share that with other people and that's really um, where it started from there was other companies as you said. In the industry and in the market there but um i just didn't like what they were doing there's a lot of different preservatives a lot of different things in there and i'm a picky eater probably much like you and i wanted what i want but i also wanted didn't want what i didn't want right so from that standpoint um we came up we started uh, building the company roughly about six years ago um and we started by doing custom meals so building where we would take hey, your your protein your carbs your veggies you can pick your protein portion size, your, your flavor, et cetera, and we build it to your macros or for specific dietary requirements, et cetera. And then the uh, grew it from there. We have a, a signature menu now, as you know, 30 plus meals. But it was that initial vision that really, I truly believe when you understand what food can do for you, it does, and it can change people's lives. So I like to have that, I'll call it arsenal in my tool belt yeah. and um, share that with other people. So that's what um, we've sort of built the company around.
1: Well, you know, that. What I really like about the company is a you have your signature meal menu and uh, like uh, many people come into this and, and cater to you, such as athletes and bodybuilders and stuff. My buddy, Michael Hearn, um, you have a signature breakfast burrito, the Titan burrito, which is one of the first items that I I tried. Also, I rarely eat meat. OK, and if I do eat meat, I eat bison meat yep. and your, your bison meats available. It comes in breakfast. It comes everything. The set meals, um, and everybody, please check this out iconmeals.com. Very easy to order. The other thing I like about it is your pricing is fantastic. Okay. A lot of these meals, I know people that pay $25 uh, or, you know, $20, $30 a meal, whatever. Your meals are coming in anywhere from
0: like $10 to $12, even less. That's huge. That's huge. Because just real quick on that front, I know a lot of people we talk about convenience, Bruce, and, and, you know, a lot of decisions, uh, you know, for for dietary, uh, you know, uh, choices, unfortunately, made out of convenience. And when you look at some people's like DoorDash uh, bills, you have people paying like $1,500 $1,500 a month in food that would cost them half the price if they would just not even necessarily prepare it themselves, but just go get it. Like they pay so much for convenience. Yep. Yeah. But at which maybe
1: 20% of that is delivery charge and all the, you right. know, the ramp up handling costs and all that. And they're very reasonable in the way that they ship and everything else. Of course you have the choice of a FedEx if you need it quickly or whatever.
0: Right, but but, 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 like a, but a healthy meal at 10 bucks, like what you're saying, like, dude, that would change so many people's lives. Well, here's an example. Okay. Now,
1: this is, this is an example, and there's lesser expensive, but let's just take Michael Hearns, the Titan Burrito. What I like about your site, Todd, and how easy it is, is one of the things that people worry about is caloric intake. You know, if everybody's really specific, they worry about the carbs, they worry about the amount of fat or whatever the case might be. You outline all of this, and it's like, TJ, you can, you can actually design a meal. You can design your breakfast. You can design your lunch or your dinner. And say, let's say for dinner I want salmon. Mm. And then I want um, mashed sweet potatoes, right? And I want uh, like uh, the vegetable selection. So do I want six ounces, eight ounces of, of, of meat? Do I of fish? Do I want six ounces, eight ounces, whatever? Every time you hit the button to increase, it shows the calorie count. I like to keep my meals around 600 calories, 700 calories. So I'm eating about 2,000, 2,500 calories a day, not counting what I ingest because sure. the way I train, yep. the secret, the secret of life is, is that, and Todd, correct me if I'm wrong. If you're a male, you take your body weight and you, you multiply it times 12. That's the amount of calories you can have a day and not gain a pound, right? If you're female, you multiply it times 13. If you want to lose a pound of fat, I'm talking fat a week, you want to reduce your caloric intake by 3,500 calories a week. That's Can you the, lose a calorie. pound
0: of fat a week? Is that yes. even possible? Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah. Right, Todd? Yeah, 100%. The other thing that people don't understand, I think what you tapped t- 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 on and won't get into a, a lot of it, but if you even want to dial in more TJ and, and Bruce, you know, this It's a, a bit your protein consumption, right? So mm-hmm. a lot of males actually consume at that X amount of calories. It's still a lot less protein than they should be. So when you say 12 times your body weight, I, I tell people as well on the protein side, you want to go one to 1.25 times body weight per gram of protein per pound of body weight. Right. And that's where people, because if you're eating that whole X amount of calories, let's say you all eat 2,500 calories and it was just carbs and fat you don't have the proper protein, you're gonna be soft, you're gonna be bloated, you're gonna feel not right. And the, the protein's important because one of the, the biggest things, and I don't know if you know Dr. Gabrielle Leone, but she talks about, she has much muscle-centric medicine, and as we age, she says, hey, society's not over obese or not fat, we're under-muscled, right? And I'll say Michael Hearn's a perfect example of that as he ages, right, you hold more muscle, it's the things that we don't think about, getting up from sitting down in a chair, right? when so many people break their hip, break their knees, et cetera, but that's a lot of the time because they don't have the muscle mass or just muscle on their body to support all other functions. So that's a big important thing as you age. So our meals were built around that sort of the element of convenience, but also the element of being able to put in what protein you need. So,
0: What's interesting to me too, Todd, is, is something that you already uh, discussed a little bit, in, and I think it comes down to the quality of food that you're eating because a lot of people will restrict their uh, caloric intake but you know, be hungry because they're not eating as much food. But I've also heard that a lot of people can be on a, uh, a calorie-restricted uh, diet, but as long as their macros are dialed in and they're getting what they want, they don't find themselves as hungry as if they were you know, maybe eating the same amount of calories but just not as quality of food.
2: I think it goes back to quality because if you're eating, I'll call it processed food and all that stuff, your body's not going to be satiated, right? So there's right. certain things that make you want more. They make you crave salt. They make you, you eat salt, it.
0: you want more salt.
2: Correct. Well, sweets and stuff, and salt's not necessarily a bad thing, but when you have good whole food, right, good fats and more protein actually satiates you. So like I teach my kids all the time, hey, my little guy, you want to eat your, your protein first, right, and different things because then you can fill it in with other things. But the protein and the fats are things that are going to satiate you and make you feel that you are full right and the other element of that that is really the element of taking in a certain amount of water on a daily basis right and i say hey to people hey it should be a gallon a day etc but that's for another discussion but again those are the different things that can help you on a diet And, and people don't understand as well as as you drink more water you actually can become more lean than um the other way around
0: a gallon of water a day I'd be I'd be in the bathroom every six yeah, I drink about two gallons a day so. you're crazy
1: actually, actually the the formula that I learned was eight ounces of water for every 20 pounds of body weight if you weigh 200 pounds then you should have basically 10 glass 10 8 ounce glasses of water a day as far as the salt and never the intake why do you think when you eat Chinese food you want to go back and eat again in an hour you know it's like you wonder how that all it's works the MSG
2: and the sodium and other stuff in there as well so, yeah yeah yeah. So a
1: couple other formulas too, for people listening, our viewers listening is the fact that a lot of people say like, oh, I had one meal, right? They don't understand that if you have one meal, let's say you have one meal, 1500 calories, you feel like that. No, you're going to get fat. Okay. Your body's going to just react differently. You need to eat three to five times a day, you know, in portions. I'm so busy. I usually only get about three meals in a day. And like I said, I like 600, 700 calories, maybe a little snack in between a little, Quality healthy protein drink or something. A lot of a lot of uh, other people think if I eat like sixty grams of protein, you know, the body can not absorb sixty grams of protein in a sitting. I think the formula, and again, Todd, whenever I talk because you're the expert, quote me if I'm wrong. I think your body can really only assimilate the average body twenty two grams of protein in a sitting.
2: So that's I think a bit misleading because yeah, it's higher. It depends on your body weight and how you're you're structured as well, but. For for most males, they're going to be able. They should be able to take in that sort of high 30s to 50 grams of protein per serving. Because if you're eating an eight ounce protein portion, that's roughly what you are on our six on our signature meals, Bruce. We build all our meals on the signature meals, so those 30 meals are built around a four ounce protein portion. So right. you should be running in that 26 to as high, maybe maxed at 40 grams. But that's typically I'll call it what a normal person that's going to take in those 2,000, that's 1,300 to 2,000 calories is going to take a four ounce to six ounce protein portion. So yeah, that that's again, on a smaller individual, it would be that 22 to 30, but on more male, it's going to be that 40 to 50 grams. Your body should be able to assimilate and use.
1: Somebody like you and I or like a Michael Hearn is just a monster, you know, right. working out thing. So let, let me give a couple examples. TJ, get this about how these meals work. OK, like, for instance, on the signature meal, if you go and order the Titan breakfast burrito, I'll explain to you what it is. This is Michael Hearn's burrito uh, design. Pulled chicken breast, thick sliced bacon, roasted red potatoes, fluffy scrambled eggs, shredded cheddar cheese and black beans wrapped tightly in a flour
2: tortilla. And okay. this is healthy. Yeah, it's actually lean shredded Sweet. chicken. Yeah. I eat a bit this sounds good. amazing. It's good. Yeah, it is good. Really
1: good. This comes in at sixty six six 660 calories, which is you want to eat a good breakfast. Wow. That's, your, that's your meal that pumps you up for the day. Most people don't realize you got to start the day strong. It has 45 grams of protein, 53 carbs, 4 grams of fiber, and there's 30 grams of fat in there. Um, but it's delicious.
0: But, but that sounds like a real filling meal as well. Because yeah. one thing that I struggle with, especially like when I travel, Bruce, and you know this better than anybody, you'll find yourself in situations, and especially if you're reading labels, you know, maybe you're in the airport and you'll grab for something. If, you know, a lot of people think like, oh, you know, maybe it's not the best food, but at least it's prepared food. I'll get one of those, you know, uh, breakfast sandwiches from, right. you know, either a fast food place or uh, uh, a gas station. It's like, it's not very big. And somehow it's like 650 calories calories and it's it's not good for you in any way shape or form
1: Well, there's processed food in there you know the body in order to stay in shape people think oh, i'm going to work out work out or i'm going to eat you know you got to get it right it's 70 it's, to me it's 75 percent what i ingest in my body and it's 25 percent how i train right that's my right. formula yeah. okay well, now i'm going to walk you through an a la carte meal because when you go to iconmeals.com you can pick and choose your meals so let's talk about a the protein first they give you a choice of proteins in this case i'm going to rattle down here you can have a beyond meat vegan patty if you're vegetarian and i know todd you're working in other vegetarian choices yeah, that are going to to
2: you come in the next few days
1: wonderful wonderful because you know how i am about that i'm, I'm kind of half vegetarian I just actually
2: did a tasting with 12 new meals this morning so <laughs> fantastic oh man you...
1: work must suck we're working on we're working on the breakfast the uh, buffer burrito Uh, TJ, which is going to be a really healthy one. Really good. So you have a beyond meat, vegan patty. You can have brisket. You can have chicken. You can have cod fish. You can have ground beef, ground bison, ground Turkey, salmon, shrimp, steak, or Turkey breast. So now I'm going to tell you how I design my meal. I usually like eight ounces of salmon. Okay. Then you have vegetables. You can have asparagus, broccoli, brown rice, cauliflower, however you want to say it. Gluten-free penne pasta, which gluten-free is always good. Green beans, jasmine, saffron, rice, Kyoto blend veggies, which is one of my faves. It's just a mix of veggies. Red quinoa, quinoa, rice blend, red potatoes, saute carrots, sweet potato mash, sweet potatoes, or right rice. I'm going to go Kyoto blend veggies. I'm going to have a cup of veggies. Then I'm going to get one, one of my faves, which is sweet potato mash. And I'm going to get eight ounces of that because I love that stuff. All nice. right. I just designed a meal. Now, let me get here. That is has 713 calories. Forty two grams of protein, only three carbs and uh, 13 grams of fat. How much healthier can you get? That's my dinner. Does that sound good to you, TJ? Bon appetit. Let's go. Bon appetit. You know, and then there's other things, too. You know, you have um, a la carte proteins and carbs and veggies. I can get a whole container of salmon. Right. You're a big salmon guy, too. I'm a big salmon guy. I do like fresh salmon but you know proper farm fed salmon todd was explaining to me where he gets his salmon and i love the salmon that they it was
2: one of our top meals especially on the signature menu as well for the last six years i don't know why but it's always in the top i'll call it three or four meals but it's
1: it's really 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 good so for instance todd i'll send you out uh 113 grams of salmon which basically is four servings and this comes in one box alone let's say you just want to put salmon in the fridge and add it tj that's only 28 dollars
0: yeah, that's insane. Like it's I insane. said, like I said, you know, people do DoorDash. You, you try to do just like a, a Subway sandwich, and it's it's like 50% markup, you know, on, on top of uh, what it normally is. And you're paying $25 or something for a sandwich that literally costs like seven bucks.
1: Yeah. yeah. And he sends them out in 12 box boxes or 24 box boxes. It means you don't have to order 12. You can order six meals, but you can get a 12 box box or 24. I usually order up to 24, so I have a couple weeks supply on hand. Um, and then there's snacks, you know, he has coffee and bars and popcorn and seasonings and crisps and bread. I mean, check it out. TJ, this could be something, that I think you'd really enjoy because you talk about getting in shape all the time. I know your wife probably round is a
0: shape buff. I'm telling you,
1: <laughs> yeah. But you know, you're jamming. You, you keep a couple of these at the office. You gotta eat a midday well, meal, which most th- people miss.
0: That's what it is. And and for me, uh, I think I've alluded to this a little bit. It, it comes down to convenience and the ability to continue doing what I need to do without stopping my day to go get something to eat. And that's where I think a lot of people, not just myself, but like. Uh, th- they'll unfortunately not fuel themselves the proper way or eat something that's not good because they just don't think they have time to go make the right decision and, and do the right thing. Yeah, exactly.
2: Well, on that element of convenience, I think a lot of people make that last minute wrong decision, right? When they're hangry or whatever or they want. Oh, to the Hanger's a real thing, Todd, my God, whatever they buy. So, but yeah, on the family style, Bruce and the um, la carte, we, we sell a lot of those because people it still allows them to I'll call it make it feel like they're cooking their own food or whatever so we have a lot of people that buy those the, especially one of the top sellers is that uh, caribbean meatballs which is uh, amazing but again four servings they might put it with uh some jasmine rice and then your kyoto blend and that's a whole dinner right so we have different boxes as, as such and then um yeah the snacks complement a lot of different things so especially with uh we have a lot of the, the kids using the snacks at school on the on the protein popcorn and the chips etc
0: I got a question for you, Todd. Like I personally would never be able to live this sort of lifestyle. I think it's admirable those that do. Uh, but is it possible to to use your service and maintain like a vegan lifestyle? Is that something you could do? So so we don't specialize,
2: TJ, in vegan. Right. And um, just, just based on sort of what we found, we do have offerings. So if you go to the custom menu, like Bruce said, you can build vegan meals. We don't have a big vegan um selection under our, our signature menu we will have um two more vegetarian slash vegan coming in the, in the coming days um again that's just from our testing but there are other services out there that cater 100 percent to that vegan clientele and stuff um again i, I, me, like, I appreciate
0: I, those that do it top but yeah, I, I, I don't know i need so. i need meat in
1: my life yeah well the meat's here but i'm gonna tell you like in the come on,
0: show so. us the meat buff. it's right there it's in those it's biceps right there. Right there, there it is go.
1: So, um, I'd show you the six pack, but people will tell you that I have ab implants. So we believe to- <laughs> Todd, there was a picture of me at a pool, like about 10 years ago. And it's like, let's, I think the people that comment are either out of shape or don't know what it's like to stay in shape. Yeah. And we believe that I've been accused of having ab implants, which is like the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. And I didn't even know those existed. Dang. And then I Googled it and it's like, holy hell, you see these guys with their ab. I didn't implants? know that existed until you oh, just said my that. God, it's so weird, Todd. It's so wow. weird. I still got a six pack and I'm going to be 65 in, in May.
2: I just told you, you look amazing. So oh, thank you. Thank you. Like, he's incredible. So contagious.
0: Hey, Buff, how, d- how did those ab implants help when you got uh, got in the middle of Hamzat Chemaev and uh, Gilbert Burns?
2: Well, you know what? I
1: kind of, you know, opened up the jacket, flashed them, you know, a little <laughs> bit. Made sure walked all the way back to the other side. <laughs> Why you brought that up? That was talked about at UFC 273. Let me tell you, you've seen me do that for other fighters. And oh, I'm yeah. wondering. No offense to the referees, no offense to the commission, but like, come on, boys, act! I mean, I've seen fighters fight before the fight starts, and what does that do, TJ? It ruins the fight.
0: Right, you're going to okay? fight in ninety seconds.
1: Just, you're going to yeah. fight in ninety seconds. Hold, Hold on. So I just walked over. I wasn't even announcing. I put my card towards his chest, and I said, you know, whatever I told him, and then he back. He kind of looked. You know, he's a he's a he's a funny cat. He's a young kid though, too. He's, he's a young kid. in the moment but he went back and we saw one of the greatest fights we've ever seen. And it's, good. and it's like, it cracks me up because like, where's the commission and God bless the referees. Where's the referee. That's not my job, but that is my office. And there's the corner to be kept. And I'm sorry. I'm the sheriff of the octagon beyond the, beyond the referee. I See, now sure. I'm
0: thinking, now I'm thinking we need to get like one of those daytime judge shows where you're the mediator buffer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm all for it. You know, if I have the time to do it, I'll do it. But um, getting back to this whole thing here, like, on the uh, custom breakfast. Okay. Can I just design one custom breakfast with you, TJ? Let's do it. Okay. So now in breakfast, uh, you have egg whites or whole egg, right? Okay. I usually go egg whites. You know, I eat a whole egg, maybe one, two meals a week. I like my egg whites. Uh, Then you have a choice of the uh, meat vegan patty, which I love in my breakfast, brisket, ground bison, chicken steak, turkey, bacon, ground turkey, along with the eggs. Mm -hmm. So here I chose my protein, which is egg whites. Now I'm going to go to my second protein. In this case, I'm going to take a vegan patty. Just this right. one. I'm going to have nine ounces of egg whites, one patty. Now my side. I, Todd, the oatmeal is good. I love has home style protein pancakes, TJ. They are so delicious. Right. And he has a couple of different variations. So I'm going to have two. I like my pancakes in the morning. Okay. I just designed a meal that now has come in at let's see here. Why am I missing this? Okay. Here we are. 779 calories. Now let me tell you why that's so heavy. Okay. Uh-huh. The beyond me package to Patty's 280. So let's say I want to reduce it. Let me go down and just have one pancake. Now my meal is 600 calories. Perfect. Because what I do when I get it is I'll throw in a banana and I'll throw in some blueberries. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I get some little, some real Canadian, you know, molasses uh, or honey mm-hmm. and honey. So now it's going to jack it up another couple hundred calories. I don't mind. I'll eat a thousand calories for breakfast because I know I need it for the day.
0: Right. right? I I, I think there's a lot of studies that say that breakfast should actually be one of the larger, if not the largest meal uh, of your day, because, you know, it's the start. You don't necessarily want to take that much uh, calories in, say, at dinner time when you're going to go to bed in the next three, four hours.
1: Exactly. Plus you want carbs. I want carbs in the morning for sustained energy throughout the day as I do at my lunch, where I avoid carbs when I can at night. So now this meal came in at 604 calories, 57 grams of protein, 32 carbs, 26 grams of fat, and uh, fine. I'm ready to go. Give me my coffee, you know, a little juice or whatever. And I'm ready to go.
0: Hey, let me ask you this, Todd. When you look at what Icon Meals really offers people, do you think that the service specializes in, you know, meal Meals for those that want to lose weight, or is it more for meals that uh, are people that just want to, you know, be properly, uh, you know, fueled, I guess, you know, have the proper nutrients? Yeah,
2: I think it's for people that are looking for a healthy choice, right? That is convenience. So we're not going to be the people that are the TV chef dinners or whatever. And there's those guys out there that are going to be a lot lower price, frozen, etc. So I think we do cater to that. I thought not necessarily, I think some people might believe we're only for fitness enthusiasts and stuff right but that's not the case our average and main clientele is actually i'll call it families right it's almost equal 50 percent like almost 50 50 male female but um from that standpoint i think that goes to where a lot of females especially so you see that a a lot more where we do have the families buying where it is hey mom's making her own meals maybe she's whatever training Dad's just liking eating the signature meals and then the kids in between. So for that overall, just element of convenience, looking for a, a clean. Now, operation.
1: also here, too,
2: I I brought up a meal, a breakfast meal
1: before our show. I'm sorry, I ate it before the show. Came. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but awesome. it comes in these little containers and it's it's uh, what do you call the wrap on top? Plastic? Uh,
2: how do you say that? You cellophane. It, no, we use a vacuum seal to cry. Cryovac- oh, OK, technology. cool. Yeah. Yeah, so It people- actually extends the shelf life of the meal. So you get 12 days in the fridge where if you choose to freeze those meals, TJ could have them in the freezer for up to six months.
0: Well, that's what I was going to say too, because you run into sort of being counterintuitive to the health side of things when you put a lot of preservatives in food, like people that really want to eat clean. sometimes yeah, you- though, honestly
2: why every single company out there doesn't go to a cryovac in vacuum seal technology. It's just like, especially for us over the past couple years with what was going on, it was like, I'll call it a blessing in disguise based on just the, 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 the different regulation and, and stuff. Worked with a lot of hospitals and stuff because when you run it through the tunnel, for lack of better I don't know, terminology, it sucks the oxygen out of the meal. So there's no pairs, like no pathogens or anything can get in that meal until Bruce would remove his seal right. to crack the seal. So It's as clean point, as it
0: possibly could be.
2: Correct. And it's great because there's no freezer burn. There's no anything. If you put it in the freezer, et cetera. When we went to the, the that kind of packaging a few years back, people were asking, hey, did you get new chefs, etc., blah, 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 because it, it locks that freshness in as well so
0: yeah that that's one thing that i uh have really sort of uh rallied against the last couple of years i hate frozen food guys like i just don't like a lot of frozen food from the supermarket that we get because mm-hmm. when you think about something that is fresh it's just it, it's night and day it's not even comparable
1: well again <clears throat> frozen food i'm not saying this, this is true for but processed foods will kill you well, i mean it's just pretty- well, literally yeah literally. And speaking of which, uh, now I'm not saying this is the reason, but uh, recently or just the other day, the former Mr. Olympia, Cedric McMillan, died at the age of 44. And they claim it's from COVID, um, possibly related. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up, Todd, is that, you know, bodybuilders, a lot of them. I mean, Michael Hearns, Mr. Natural, you know, guy just ages backwards and forwards. um, But bodybuilders, you know, known to put as much as $5,000 a a month in steroids and extra vitamins into their body to maintain that, which is, and minus, uh, plus the amount of food intake they have to do, but you're doing something that's completely unnatural for your body. So there have been a, a number of people in bodybuilding that have suffered from COVID very, very badly because their bodies as great as they look to their fans and to that, that niche of society, it's not natural,
0: right? it's just so whatever it's, it's problematic well the, uh, the thing about steroids over is this could go to a different you know conversation altogether. Yeah. like there's responsible use and there's irresponsible use and i'm not right. saying that anybody should go out there and and take steroids that's you know something that you know especially when you're in athletics uh, i'm not encouraging anyone to, to make that jump but like i'm a guess, we, it, but i understand but, but we've seen like i mean th- there's a lot of benefits uh e- even in for mental health with people supplementing testosterone and there's some, yeah, but some there's a
2: huge difference cj between that I mean, 100%. i'm a big i'm a huge proponent of longevity and hormonal balance Agreed. and all that stuff but Agreed. when bruce brought that up like that's dear to me because there's we've lost we've all called the top 10 heavyweights in the last year yep. five five not including the women so six out of 11 top ranking people that were like mr olympia mr like on Arnold stage have basically dropped in the past year and all those bruce are late 30s to up to 50 years old it's crazy that's
0: terrible i mean 50 years old is young at this point still you know with modern technology like everyone should be living to at least be 80 plus years old but a lot of those again we don't know with cedric yet bruce but a lot of them are
2: all related back to different cardiac pieces that yes they do say depending on vaccines and covids and stuff there's a bunch of different theories out there right so we won't get into that but um it all has tied back to being as big as they are and so, depending on, but potentially, Hey, some kind of mix of different things as well. So
1: listen, you can get as, you can get as big as you want, but your heart always stays the same size, except in this cave and eighth cases, it becomes enlarged.
0: Right. I own. mean, you guys are talking about bodybuilders. I mean, look at pro wrestlers from the nineties who, you know, arguably were uh, on that same level, not maybe to the the most extreme degree, but there's so many professional wrestlers in the nineties who were doing things that they, they didn't make it to 50 years old. I know, you know, in the sports world, as
1: we as we go on this, I think um, I want to encourage everybody again, please check out iconmeals.com. Tell them Buff sent you. I don't know if it's going to give you any kind of a discount, but just go ahead and get, hey,
0: check hey, it out. Hey, you Todd, can't beat the do you, price. Do you ship everywhere? Is, is this a service that's available in all, the, all, yes, we ship all over the, the
2: US, including Puerto Rico and Hawaii overnight?
0: Wow, that's unbelievable. It is incredible. So I was just in Hawaii and uh, I tried to buy some stuff to get shipped over there because I was traveling all over sorts of places before i got there it was really hard to get anything in a timely manner over to hawaii so the fact that you can get food over there in a timely manner is is pretty impressive hey
1: listen i my friend my trainer
0: tito raymond i don't know if you know who he is todd
1: he's one of the top trainers he just got back with his family from hawaii and todd by the way if you got to go for anything let us know I need you no, i was just looking
2: to see about your code that's why i was
1: oh no worries so Tito just got back from Hawaii and, and they couldn't even get meat or fresh vegetables because of the supply lines. Can you yeah. imagine going on vacation to Hawaii and you can't get fresh fruit?
0: So uh, apparently if they're shut down, if, if uh, incoming supplies are shut down for three days, it will take almost a month for them to wow. to wow. get uh, restocked again. And, and yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. I went into a Target while I was in Hawaii just to get some cream cheese because my son likes bagels and there was no cream cheese. And then wow. we went to another market. No cream cheese. It's like, okay, there's a cream cheese shortage in Hawaii.
1: Well, speaking of cream cheese, Philadelphia, the home of cream cheese, Philadelphia cream cheese. I mean, is there
0: any other kind of cream? cheese? No, there's not. They just
1: reinstituted the mass
0: law. That's crazy.
1: COVID, COVID, COVID is going rampant in in, uh, Philly, and they just reinstituted the the must wear mask law. I hope this is not a sign.
0: Well, I mean, we we spent a lot of time on this topic more than I would like to. But obviously, for good reason, Bruce. But like Shanghai has been on lockdown. You know what I mean? Like, it's terrifying. And what's going on?
1: Their supplies are so thin, people are starving in Shanghai.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, and, I mean, they're, they're not allowed to leave for any reason. So the government is in charge of actually bringing them everything. And uh, yeah, the, you're, you're taxing a small force to you know, try to benefit a, a whole bunch of people. Um, I, I, again, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Uh, we tend to far too often, but no, uh, I don't want to go down either. We're going to make
1: one statement. It originated, let's say, in Shanghai and it spread throughout the world. Now, Shanghai is in a second week of lockdown. And they're experiencing the worst COVID situation they've had since COVID started. I don't like that. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say.
0: No, I mean, we always say in the show, you know, onward and upward, move forward. And it seems like we're never really free of this. It's going to be a constant battle.
1: It's a lifestyle. At least we're all able to enjoy ourselves without masks. And uh, the only people that are suffering the most are the unvaccinated people when they get this, even if it's the BA one with the BA two on the way that supposedly is less harmful than the original that, put people in the hospital but the unvaccinated people are winding up in the hospital right okay. I, a, I just i just want to live a normal life guys that's all i want. I do too i do too
2: so let's get back to some normal talk here um part of it goes back to what we're talking about bruce is food is training and longevity that yeah exactly last two years haven't talked about too much right i think if we push more of that there'd be less of the sickness and other stuff which on the back end to me is one of the benefits of what you do and why you look like you look and how you feel and um, thank you same, same here. So I think that's underrated. You know, I used to train. I always
1: ate well, beat well, but I, I used to train to compete. Now I train to get older. I train to travel. And I yeah. train to deal with the unexpected things that could happen, such as when I got COVID last November. And I think part of the reason I survived that thing properly was A, I was vaccinated and B, you
0: know, I was in shape to handle it, not compromised. So it, it startled me when you got COVID Bruce, because, uh, startled out everyone, me too. <laughs> well, out of everyone I know you're the one that is the, the most cautious, the most yeah. careful. And, uh, I traveled just as much as you and, and I had not gotten COVID and I'm not nearly as careful as you are. And, and you got COVID and yeah, man, like, I, I don't know. That was a wake up call for me.
1: Well, wake up called me too, but you know, I just got back from uh, Jacksonville, Florida. We had this amazing UFC 273 show 15,000 plus sold out. The fans were rabid pictures, this, that, and the other. And of course, as usual, I don't care what anybody says, but you know, I've had to quarantine myself from my beautiful little mama. You know, I, I'm not taking any chances. I just took my second COVID test today for uh, three days after being home and I'm negative and I'm going to take little mama out to dinner tonight, you know? Good so, for you, Buff. Yeah. Awesome. Then you got, you got to just, you got to play the protective measure. Okay.
0: And if you can't take her out, you can just, you know, prepare some icon meals for her. I,
1: I, she gets some. She eats icon meals. Okay, I have I have some shipped to my mom's house, and you know she loves them. All right, so now that the show this last weekend, I mean, uh, what can you say but that Gilbert Burns, Hamzat Chimaia fight, one for the books. You know, with Gilbert being a seven to one underdog, um,
0: I'm going to say it right now, Bruce. They inducted a new uh, fight into the fight wing of the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's a fight that will go into the Hall of Fame, no Has doubt to. about it. Gilbert Burns if I was his manager, I'm telling him, do not take this fight. There's no benefit for you to take this fight. He took it. He was game throughout. I thought Shemiah definitely won the fight, but it, it was one of those things where it was two rounds to one. And yep. I, I thought that Burns one round was more dominant than Hamzett's two. And, you know, we could talk about scoring and, and how you want to, you know, break that down. And if all 10 nines are created equally, which, which they're not. Bottom line is this Gilbert was number two. Hamzat was number 11. Gilbert has already asked for a rematch. I want it. I want it really badly. I don't know if uh, Hamzat's going to fight Colby Covington next. It makes a lot of sense. But I would like to see, because he's been fast-tracked so much, I would like to see uh, if Hamzat gets past um, Colby Covington, that we see a Gilbert Burns rematch before Shamayev gets a title fight with Usman. I
1: would jump in anytime, Todd. I would like to see that too. Gil- uh, Hansat is now rated number three. Uh, mm-hmm. Announced today as a contender. Um, the amazing thing—it almost like a Rocky movie. Okay, when that started, and those fifteen thousand plus fans were reacting when I was announcing, and then I was whatever, Hansat received the biggest of all. I mean, he's he's a fan favorite. Okay, by the second, third round, or rather by the second round, they're yelling Gilbert's name. Right, Because he just took them all over with his performance because they thought, just like a Tyson fight, Hamzat was going to be out of this. It was going to be over in two, three minutes of the first round. The over-under was one and a half rounds. It was an amazing performance. Um, But the good thing is Hamzat has finally faced somebody, a true contender that gave him a fight. Yeah. Now, the the top 10, the champion, they see his armors. They see the kinks in his armor. Mm -hmm. They're more confident to face Hamzat than ever.
0: That so said, he, though Bruce, he still answered the bell and still shines. So, like a lot of people are saying that the the stock on Hamset has gone down a little bit no. because he did look vulnerable. Well, to a certain extent, it, it has to Bruce because he he hadn't really faced any adversity. So we I saw that. Said, his, he is vulnerable, but but I, I agree with you. I don't think his stock dropped at all. I think it actually went higher because yep. we see how durable he is. We know that he can go through a, a war in the trenches and come out the other side and get his hand raised. So for me, Hamzat, yes, he looked more vulnerable than he has thus far in his career, but what happened? Still got his hand raised. Yep, he's
1: human. We just saw it. He's well, we're human. all human, right? We're all human. And then you got the peltryon jan algermain sterling fight, which <laughs> many people thought was the other way, including Dana who admitted it, he even told me that when I walked
0: in the octagon and told him who won. Yeah, but Um, I mean, it it was very close. It was a fight that, I mean, I I hate saying this, this terminology gets thrown around a lot, uh, but it's a fight that could have gone either way. Um, I I firmly believe that. I thought that uh, what we saw Aljamain do early in that fight was really impressive because he had more, way more success than he did uh, in the first meeting. And, you know, that's the one knock on on Sterling is uh, he does tend to fade late. You know, in in five-round fights, you have to worry about those championship rounds a little bit with him. But it it was close enough uh, that I think the argument can more than be made for Sterling. And the bottom line is this. Piotr Jan's not going anywhere. I I think we'll see a a third match uh, between those two if Aljo stays uh, at the top of the division as champion. And even if he falters and comes up short, like... Uh, who's going to be upset with that rematch? We have so much drama uh, between these two now after two fights that the third chapter uh, w- would be even a bigger deal, I think, for fans.
1: I agree completely. And I love the human side that we get to see in the UFC because I know for a fact that it was that day on Friday, rather, um, that Al finally got an OK to bring or not an OK. His mom came to the show. Yeah. And he got a ticket. And to see his little mama walk in the octagon and be so proud of her son. I love these moments. Um, I'm more than just the fight. I'm about the whole circle of love and drama that the UFC brings to the world.
0: Who cares about the fight? I want to know what they're fighting for, why they're fighting. You know, the yeah. fights, the fights fun in itself. But like, if we don't know who the pe- the participants really are, not from just a, a skill standpoint, why do we really care? That's why we have them on the show. i got
1: a couple quick tidbits. I love watching Mackenzie Dern fight. Tisha Torres. It's that was a, a great fight monster. That was a very enjoyable fight. And Mickey Gall and Mike Malott. There's a new star on the rise and Mike Mallott. And there's a new star on the rise on Dublin, Ireland's Ian Gary.
0: Okay. I mean, the hype on on him has been high. And, you know, for him to continue to keep that upswing, it's, it's similar to Hamzat. You know, how often can you go out there when the hype is, you know, really behind you and still deliver? So far, so good for Ian Gary. Exactly. And one last note before we go on to a
1: couple of stories I want to talk about with Todd. Uh, Volkanovsky, Korean zombie, total domination. All respect to the Korean zombie for stepping up two weeks before this fight. Hall of Famer uh, in my point, in my Hall of mind. Hall and CJ Sohudo uh, now wants to get in the mix. Um, I don't know if I agree with him going right into a championship fight. Why not? But I, I took the words right out of my mouth. Why not? Okay, it's Triple C. He loves to do it. He's entertaining. Let's do it. Let me announce it. Let's get it on.
0: I mean, okay. there there are things where I agree with you, Bruce, uh, when you do move into, into weight classes, I generally like you to at least have some sort of uh, trial, you know, to see if you can compete. Uh, maybe maybe it's not always necessarily a number one contenders fight, but you should fight someone in the top 10 if you're a, f- a champion from another division or a former champion and you want to come back. Uh, I think you need to at least make some sort of logistical case to, to why you deserve a title fight. But uh, at the same time, like... I have no issue with that fight being made tomorrow. And, and I would love to see triple C back in the octagon. Love to see it. Now let's go into a couple of sports
1: stories here. Todd, one of the craziest things that happened this week was the Pittsburgh Steelers just signing quarterback Dwayne Haskins. who's fatally struck by a dump truck as he tries to cross a, like a four lane highway at five in the morning. How do you explain this? It's so tragic, but what the hell is he doing trying to cross a freeway at five in the morning? I don't get it. And this was a very well loved and liked.
0: There's got to be more to the story than we know. There's got to be more to this story.
1: I I can't even comment beyond that. You know, was he going to be the starter or was he a backup?
0: Um, I I think that's sort of up for debate because Roethlisberger, I believe, retired. So uh, that would have been figured out in camp. Got it. Now, the other thing,
1: Todd, are you a golfer?
2: Scratch golfer,
1: Not good. <laughs> I can, I can play nine holes and then hit the bar. I'm not yeah. uh, an 18 hole go. guy. So we
0: talking putt, putt. <laughs> no, I'll get out on the, I'll, I love okay. golf
1: courses. I just don't have the time and I hate even right. saying, that well,
0: actually Bruce, on the, on the, uh quick uh, note, I had some people asking me if you were a golf guy because you were wearing that green jacket over the weekend and <laughs> wow. Augusta, you know?
1: Well, let me tell you, I picked that green jacket. I had a friend over and, and she was helping me make a choice and I, I, she selected the green thinking Florida, whatever. It didn't even occur to me until I was in the octagon and I was going and the, my Twitter was going off on people saying, oh, I'm honoring the masters. masters and I can't lie. I never lie unless I'm playing you in poker. I want all your money going to lie through my teeth. Right, of course. But I'm like, no. And I thought, what a quinky dinky. Right. I've got the green jacket. I go, oh, this is cool. I am actually paying honor to the masters. How cool is that? By the way, speaking of the Masters, um, do you have any, do you know how much money these guys make for getting first in the Masters, TJ?
2: Oh,
0: uh, yeah. It's something like uh, 1.5 million. No, um,
1: it's the highest point. Uh, the, it's the Masters now the highest paying major ahead of uh-huh. the um,
0: last year's 12.5 million per The U.S. Open 15 million. A 15 mm-hmm. million. Oh, 15 no, so million. What what?
1: 20 million. 20 million. 20 okay.
0: million. Okay. So so I, I misspoke. I thought it was 15 million. I knew it was, was one five something, but uh, that, that's incredible. That's incredible, 20 million. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, actually, I'm going to recorrect this. This year's event will be 15 million, which is an increase from last year of 11.5 million. Wow! Um, and first place, TJ, you are correct, was two million dollars. The winner. Okay, so, winner so it's a total weekend, prize
0: pool of 15.
1: Total prize pool. The winner took home 2.7 million. And then it's total it's payday.
0: what's the lowest uh, spot that you get paid anything? It's like 40 uh, lowest spot according to this. They're paying up to 50
1: spots, which paid 37,800.
0: Which I mean, that's incredible, but that is a sport. And again, I'm not trying to say that it's anywhere near the same sport that that we obviously cover in, in combat sports, Bruce. But the the uh, amount of consistency and mental fortitude required to you know be in that spotlight and and perform well is unbelievable. And I think a lot of people don't look at golfers as these supreme athletes, but Man, the, the smallest of things can go absolutely wrong and and you know cause these guys to miss out on on millions of dollars. And uh, you know, you, you haven't invoked his name yet, but uh, he he didn't obviously win, but Tiger Woods even to compete in the Masters after what he's gone through with the, this car wreck uh, 14 months after. Ago. Yeah, un- unbelievable. Uh, I never thought he would play golf again.
1: Well, listen, if you want to see an example of everything you just said, watch the movie with Kevin Costner called Tin Cup. It's one of my favorite golfers. Oh, I movies love ever. Tin Cup. Love that movie. Um, Todd, another thing you know, Boris Becker, the tennis player, how the mighty have fallen. He's going to go to jail for many years for, uh, he was, com- he was committed bankruptcy fraud oh, wow. after all the money he made some ridiculous 70 million, whatever the hell he made. Now he's going down to his age at 54 years old. He's going to go to jail on multiple wow. charges.
0: How long do you know? Do you know what the charges? It hasn't
1: been estimated. I mean, it's been estimated, but it hasn't been said yet. Um, He uh, concealed assets and debts. And uh, after all, the money he made is more than a million dollars in debt. Wow. It's really tragic. Here's one of the strangest stories I've ever seen Uh, at the Timberwolves game. Clipper Timberwolves game. TJ, your home Mm -hmm. place. Right. All right. A woman walked out on the court and glued her hand to the court. And didn't want to be removed. I mean, she kind of be in the way, I would think. Uh, right underneath the uh
0: the end court uh, basket, wow. right. I I, I mean, what? first off, first off, that's got to be some really fast acting glue because <laughs> anybody I know that runs out onto a court or a basket or a a field, they'll remove pretty quickly, right? You don't have yeah. a lot of time before security removes you. If you go out there and like put your hand down, I'm assuming it needs to be there for a minute before that glue actually bonds you to where you can't move. I'm just wondering what team she was rooting for. I don't get it. <laughs> Well, I, I guess maybe who, who who was up at the time, you know, because maybe that she was thinking they would just call the game at that point. Whoever's winning. I don't know. I mean, Todd, I, we, also too, I wouldn't think she would travel to Minneapolis if she wasn't, you know, a Timberwolves fan. Rules. I would, I would go with that a little bit. Todd, thank you so much. We kept
1: you longer than we should have, but you know, oh, I hope you enjoyed your, your time on the show. Please share with us anything more you want about your amazing company. And I know you're, Jamming like crazy and and I'm so proud of you, man. I mean, you've got a you've got a dynasty going here. Keep it going, man. I want my meals to be, keep being delivered to my door.
2: No, I appreciate it. Yeah, definitely appreciate working with you, Bruce. We love working with UFC. Work with a lot of different. uh talented. Oh, that's one I
1: forgot to say. You work with UFC. So yeah. tell us about that.
2: Yeah, we do um, all the stuff with Clinton Duncan over there for their in the UFCPI. So any of the athletes that actually get programming from training in diets and recovery through the, the PI will will do their diets. So we work with quite a few of the fighters. Um I think the whole intention there is to not really just make weight cut a thing that's like an eight-week jam it in, put a sauna suit on, right? It's really to build that sustainable lifestyle. So in my opinion, any top competitor out there in any sport, but specific, uh, specifically combat sports should be to get into that, I'll call it make weight, right? Within in a few weeks and not having that big up and down. And I think that's what the uh, availability of our meals allows them to do. And the element of convenience, right? A lot of the fighters don't just fight. They have business. They're a mom, they're a dad, they're multiple other things. And um, from, from that standpoint, I think the element of having those meals uh, shipped to them based on their macros uh, allows them to do a lot of things. So yeah, we've had a, a great opportunity in, in working with them for the last little while.
1: That's awesome. You know, and, and to add to that, one of the things that allows me to stay in the shape I'm in with the meals being delivered is portion control. Correct. It's a big thing. Yeah. Very, very key. Very key. Thank Todd, thank you so much. Appreciate, appreciate it very much. Looking forward to greatness. Looking forward to the buffer burrito. Eventually, when we get that done. Lots and, of good things in um, the works. And and TJ, we got to get
2: you some meals. So uh, we'll get your address from Bruce and get you over some uh, some good stuff to try. That would be amazing.
1: Yeah, For TJ, sure. uh, email. You, you've got Todd's thing. Email. Yeah, yeah I, I, email.
0: I will definitely send it. I'm, I'm a fat kid, Todd. I like food, so. Now we'll help you convert the fat kids. Oh, so well, you can never convert the fat kid. Fat kid's a state of mind. I might be skinny at the moment, but always a fat that's kid. That's the same with
2: me. But I say we get to now make good, better, bad choices, right? So I like it. Take some of that.
0: We'll be in touch, Tom. Thank awesome.
2: you. I appreciate you guys. Thank you, brother.
0: Big cheers, yeah. my man. Keep it up. And keep care. it up going. Thanks for Take care. Thank, Thank you. you. That was cool, TJ. Yeah, no, super uh, nice guy. One thing that I can tell with with Todd too, and I think it's really important uh, when it comes to to industries like this is he's passionate about what he is doing. And, uh, you know, I mean, diets are so you know, sensitive to, to people. And I'm not saying like, uh, you know, mentally sensitive. I'm just saying like, if you aren't, you know, fully committed with, with the diet, you're not going to stick with it. And uh, you know, obviously Todd is doing his best to, to create food that uh, is enjoyable and, and easy to consume and, and allow people to uh, stay on, on a regimen. Absolutely true. And one thing
1: I mentioned on the show before, and this goes to what you just
0: said, I try to refer
1: to it as a nutritional program. Because right. the word diet, the first three letters spelled die. Okay? Well,
0: well, that's the thing, though, too. A lot of people misconstrue what the word diet is, like literally. Like, obviously, yeah. when we say you're going on a diet, people think that it's a, a restrictive thing. But we always have a diet. How's your diet? Always. You might not be on a diet, but all the food that you consume, it, that's your diet.
1: Exactly. And again, it's all about consistency and efforts. And that's the thing. Not just two weeks, three weeks, lose 10 pounds to gain back 15, which is pretty standard on what happens. The quicker you lose weight, the faster you can gain it back, the slower you lose weight by staying consistent. You keep it off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The longer you've taken to gain weight, that's the length of time it's going to take you to lose it. Just get into your program, enjoy your foods, have your cheat days, train, live life, love life, eat right.
0: I mean, you know this uh, about me. I at one time lost uh, almost 100 pounds, about 97, 98 pounds. And, um, you know, unfortunately, I've gained a lot of it back. but But the thing that I learned during that time, Bruce, was there were weeks where I would eat the right way. In weeks that I would eat the wrong way, and let me tell you, you want to just stop doing anything when it's one of those weeks where it's the wrong way. When you're starving yourself or when you're eating food that may have calories, but you're getting absolutely nothing out of it, you can still lose weight. You know, eating eating that garbage, but you're you're more starving yourself, and that's one thing that I have learned uh, with age is when you make the right decisions. Those right decisions are based on what is actually in the food that you're making, yeah. not necessarily the numbers and and, and the caloric uh, sort of hit you take by maybe eating too much. You can eat too much, but if you're still you know like you said, working out and, and, and you know being active, and yep. the food that you're quote unquote eating too much of, if it's healthy, it's going to go a long way. Eat right, be right, feel right.
1: OK, very, very simple. And for me, on another way of putting that, I went to London and it was meat, meat, meat and all this meals because I was being taken up by my, my uh, partners and my energy drink and, and my cologne line, which are based there. And I had a great time, but I couldn't wait to get home and start eating normal again.
0: You're right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's, you know, better than anybody. It's hard to eat properly when you're traveling and doubly hard when you are traveling internationally. Uh, no
1: question. No question. All right. Listen, a couple other quick news stories, and we're going to sign off. TJ, LAPD has just announced that gangs are threatening the rich and famous, as they call them. Right. And what they're doing now is, uh, for those of you rich and famous people out there that might be listening to the show, uh, Los Angeles gangs now are partially to blame for this recent crime wave. What's happening is, is gang members are targeting uh, for brazen robberies, wealthy people, rich and famous, wealthy, whatever you want to call them. Mm. Okay. There's at least, according to LAPD, 17 gangs, including ones affiliated with the Bloods and the Crips. They're sending gang members out looking for folks wearing expensive jewelry and driving luxury cars. Okay. And what they do is they, they follow off or follow them home. They'll, they'll watch them coming out of high-end boutiques, swanky hotels, fancy restaurants, and the hottest nightclubs. They're wearing like a fancy watch, whatever. Right. And boom, they'll, they'll follow them three to five cars deep, TJ. OK, with the gang members hopping out of the rise, attacking the victims, pistol whipping them, brandishing firearms and pistol whipping them. Some of these robberies have involved um, some celebrities recently, including Clarence Avant and his wife, Jacqueline, who was shot and killed. Oh, my God. They're Beverly Hills home when they had an armed robbery. And then in, in Beverly Hills in brazen daylight. At a hot spot called Opasto, this fabulous Italian restaurant that I love eating at too. And I've been there the couple of times I have, where a woman was shot in the leg, right? And the cops say the shooter and two accomplices ran off with a half million dollar richard Neal watch that the man was wearing oh my god you
0: know that, broad that's, daylight that's, tj that, that's the thing that's crazy about that too is especially when i moved out here you know i'm from i'm from the midwest so like i have family that live you know in the rural parts of uh minnesota and then they go i can't believe you live in los angeles and it's like you you don't understand you know if you haven't been to to la uh you don't realize how big the southern california and in los angeles is as a whole. And, you know, I remember talking to uh, an aunt of mine who, who seemed to be concerned about, you know, gang activity. And I'm like, you know, for the most part, uh, you don't really have to worry about like a lot of gang violence is is because of business deals and things like that. If you don't put yourself in certain situations, it's very rare that any sort of random violence is going to find you. But this is kind of crazy. This is a, a different sort of thing, Bruce, where you're just out minding your own business. And because you're, you know, someone who, uh, you know, comes from money or, or has worked very hard and and has accrued some wealth that you're a a target because you're just out and about and you know wearing too much jewelry or just any jewelry that can be uh you know thought about as a a target to take
1: i can comment a lot on this subject i think it speaks for itself um i really can't comment beyond that but you know what the best self-defense there is is to be observant right
0: i mean you talked about that you know sitting in restaurants with your you're back to the wall, keeping that an wall eye on the, the entrance, the and, and, Right. Yeah. yeah. Things like that. The, the the thing that's, again, sort of like concerns me about this is if you mind your P's and Q's, 99 percent of the time, I believe we live in a world that's not going to hurt you. It's not going to go out of the way to randomly hurt you. But this is this is a little bit different. Well, speaking randomly hurt,
1: there um, stupid is a stupid does segment of the show. And I'm sorry this happened. I'm not trying to make fun of it. But one teenager is dead after at least two teens took turns shooting at each other what? wearing body armor. In other words, shooting each other to see if the body armor would stop the bullet. You, know you, don't ha,
0: you know, you don't have to shoot someone wearing the body armor to test it, right? You could put no. it on like a, a stuff. Stick it animal. in the ground, right. stick it
1: against a wall, see if it, it goes through.
0: And again, like the idea of a bulletproof vest or anything like that, it, no one is saying that it makes you invincible. You know what I mean? It's, uh, uh, something that, uh, You never want to rely on, but you're happy it's there when you need it. Well, you know what? Even if you're wearing as an officer or a soldier, will tell
1: you, you get hit with a bullet, a bulletproof vest, it hurts. Okay. Yeah, of course. You get hit by a
0: bullet. I I mean, mean, it might not penetrate and go into your body, but you're going to crush your ribs, whatever.
1: I love the John Wick movies, and and dramatization's good. I know he's wearing a bulletproof, um, you know, designer suit, but man, every bullet he took, how could he still keep moving with the multiple wounds? I mean, that's Hollywood. Movie, and I love John Wick. Honoris is so good in John Wick. So
0: I'm curious. Do you know uh, this story? And I don't know how much you've you've dug into it. I mean, the headline's pretty shocking in itself, but the the teen that shot this this other teen that that passed away. Are they, you know, in trouble for manslaughter or are they having charges brought against them in any way, shape or form? Uh, let's see. During the investigation, the shooting, they discovered evidence to prove that Josh
1: Vining, uh, 17, had shot and killed Broad. Vining has been arrested and charged with aggravated manslaughter of a child with a firearm. I mean, Cause the 16 year old was the one that died like 17. So they're calling I, the 16
0: year old a child. Well, I hope that this is a lesson to idiots you know what i mean like it's dumb enough to do that to begin with but also if we actually need to have a you know a, a charge listed with it hopefully that's a deterrent to not do something silly uh like yeah, this because, because the, death should be enough the fact that you might kill someone by accident uh should be enough of a t- deterrent but if uh you know the worst happens uh going to jail for it um uh, you know I, I guess i'm happy that charges are being uh applied and one last little story, John
1: Hinckley. Remember him? He tried to kill Ronald Reagan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Back in 1981, he's been released. He is uh, acquitted by reason of insanity. Right. There's an upcoming guitar performance in Brooklyn this summer. It's already sold out.
0: I mean, that's so strange. I don't know how right. to handle that. Uh, it's the same with uh, Mark David Chapman, uh, who uh, killed John Lennon. Uh, I understand that mental illness is a thing. And maybe you can argue that you shouldn't be held Fully liable to the, you know, largest degree of, of of a charge of like a premeditated murder when you're insane. But the, the idea that you can murder someone on purpose, whether you're mentally ill or not. Yeah. And then go out and about and, and live a life and then use the this unfortunate situation as an ability to, I mean, monetize. In my opinion. Like, is anyone going to see this person if they weren't the person to try to kill Ronald Reagan? Probably not. Yeah. Right. To me, it's somewhat the equivalent on a on
1: a different level of buying a, a strand of uh, Charles Manson's hair, you know, or something like that. I, right. This,
0: you know, yeah. but anyway,
1: maybe he's a, he's a fine guitar player. You know. Yeah, OK,
0: but I, I don't I I mean, so I he's go. just better now. We're not worried about him. He's just better. No offense. I wouldn't go. I'm not going to support him. No, I mean, we talk about this all the time and about, you, you know, you, you're a big World War II uh, collector. There are certain things that you won't collect for good reason. They're having things... to do with the
1: genocide. I will not collect.
0: Right. You, I mean, I would never want to be associated with someone who tried to assassinate uh, a president. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, TJ, what's up? Let's sign off. Uh, let's see what we got going on here. Um UFC's this weekend. You're going to be on hand in Las Vegas. Uh, Pretty fun fight between Vicente Luque and and Bilal Muhammad. This is a a fight for me that maybe doesn't necessarily jump off the page, considering what we had a a week ago uh, from a marquee standpoint. But there's a lot on the line between these two athletes, and I'm really excited about it.
1: Number five and number six contenders. I'm really looking forward to both. Both fine gentlemen, too. I really like them both a lot. And then the show is filled with people out of the contender series and Dana White, you know, looking for a fight and all that, that have come up through the ranks. And you might say, Oh, as typical of some fans, Oh, not that great a card. You know what? Every one of these warriors ending the octagon Saturday night are going to want to prove themselves. There's going to be some fights and there's bonuses given out because of it. You're going to see it.
0: Here's the thing. Um, You, you could be, let's say you're a hardcore MMA fan from a decade ago but you don't know anything of the last 10 years. Let's say you, you stop watching. If you right. tuned in on Saturday night and watched Hamza Jamiah fight Gilbert Burns, you don't know who either of those men are. We do, do, obviously. Yeah. But it, my point is, is it doesn't matter if you know necessarily all of these athletes by name they they are are ones you know, these fights they'll make you remember their name and i understand there's a lot more ufc cards today than there was say in in you know 2005 but uh bruce i remember staying up late to watch reruns of the ufc where they would put these little uh small fights on on the the Sunshine Network, which was a regional sports network in, in Florida. I remember watching Tiki goes and Bob Cook, a fight that I had oh, wow, already knew about. But the fact that they replayed it, I was staying up until four o'clock in the morning. I understand maybe not everyone wants to stay inside on a Saturday night and, and watch mixed martial arts because it is so readily available. But I promise you, there's going to be a fight card that you blow off and think, I don't need to see it. And it's going to have a fight of the year candidate on it. Do not yep. be the guy that misses that fight
1: no question no question and um so for me i'm with you all the way on the tj i'm looking forward to it i love watching the new up-and-comers it's going to be a lot of fun my brother brian's coming to vegas with me this weekend uh, don't tell sammy <laughs> um well brian's coming we're going to the show together and i'm meeting my puncher's chance partners because i'm going in early i'm going to be appearing at the stage door casino across from valleys on friday with the show's posted on thursday tomorrow on friday uh, from 2 to 5 p.m come join me um have a drink with me we've got special puncher's chance drinks you're going oh, to sign them i'll be there for three hours
0: do you have a favorite recipe for puncher's chance or do you just like it straight Um, I actually,
1: uh, made an old fashioned with it that came out very, very well, very well. So I, a friend of mine helped me make the cherries and, and she's a bartender for many, many years and we put it together. And, um, now I have it written in my phone. If you say, make me an old fashioned, when you come over next week, I can go to my recipe and I can make you an old fashioned when you're
0: over here. I want to lay a challenge out to our listeners and viewers. I want them to come up with, uh, a recipe that you And I or maybe a guest could could try and the best recipe that we come out it's got to be unique it can't just be like an old-fashioned but the best recipe that we can mix up they can name it and maybe we can find a prize for if you
1: if listeners this is a, a valid uh offer right now send us a recipe put it together send us a video along with the recipe and if we select one tj and i together and i'll even send it to my partners at puncher's chance if we all select your recipe I will send you, okay, I'll send you an autographed picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will send you a signed bottle of Puncher's Chance.
0: That's huge. That would be cool. That would be cool. And I I just love the idea of people, you know, getting the opportunity to be creative. And, uh, you know, it's safe to say, Bruce, anybody could win this. So everybody's got a Puncher's Chance.
1: Because there you go. Thank you. Took the words out of my mouth. Send it in. Take your Puncher's Chance and receive a bottle of Puncher's Chance. If you win, I would love to see it. But you got to send us a video got to yeah. send us a video with the bottle in your hand and and, and putting it together, not just write us a recipe. OK, yeah,
0: 100 percent. Let's uh let's put a let's put let's give people like six weeks. OK, tell, six tell weeks. To send it. It. Uh, uh, you, uh, you can send it to me, uh, DeSantis MMA at gmail.com. dot uh, Put puncher's chance in the subject so I don't uh, miss it. And uh, again, like you said, video and, uh, you know, a, a listed recipe as well on, on what you use would be appreciated. And uh, we can revisit it done six week challenge it's on the on the table right there okay everybody i
1: will see you from the octagon on saturday night looking forward to roaring for all these up-and-coming fighters and luke and and bilal muhammad i'm actually really really looking forward to that
0: it can be a fight that is going to say a lot about uh, who might be the next sort of up-and-comer um in that division because uh for all intents and purposes it's it's kind of wide open right now we could uh, see either of those guys really come out and make a, a a claim to fast track themselves to the top absolutely absolutely wide open
1: All right, TJ, I'll talk to you next week. And uh, everybody out there, please set your goals, write them down, be the best you can be. So when you step on that path, you perform at your best, whether you're number one, number two, or the champion of the world. The bottom line is, if you do your best, you're winning. And that's what we're all about. And it's time radio. We'll be back next week with another exciting show, fun show, because we always like to have fun talking and we talk about it all, folks. Big cheers, no fears for a great week. Buffer out, TJ out. Take care, everybody.